Thank you for tuning in to the Daily Delights Podcast. This is your host, Chef Kristen, and today we'll be speaking on the topic of Farm to Table, also known as it, at its acronym of F to T. That is the letter F, the number two, and the letter T. So we're actually going to kind of start this podcast a little different, working backwards, starting with the cons of Farm to Table. So the growth of the movement itself has actually been pretty great, but definitely at a cost because critics seem to think that it's just another millennial fad um, or even millennial trend that is also leaving its consumers very ill-informed, saying that the foods advertised as farm to table or F2T are misleading because they are considered to be healthy regardless of nutritional value or nutritional content. And then another issue being the higher price points that many restaurants are forced to demand based on the fact that it is farm to table alone. Meaning it's resources themselves as well as the cost of the production. In a nutshell, most critics are just waiting for the tables to turn, pun intended, and for the new food trend or fed to be devoured. So what exactly does it really mean to be considered farm to table? First, it's the knowledge of how your farm how your farmer raises the livestock and how it is slaughtered and processed. It also means the knowledge of the produce and how it's grown. It doesn't necessarily mean though that it has to be local. That your product or resource that you're using from the farmer local from the farmers needs to be local. If you're dealing with fish, you must adhere to the quotas in place to prevent overfishing. The only fish, however, under regular inspection by federal government in the United States is catfish. So because of this, most restaurants purchase directly from the fisher. That way, they adhere to those strict guidelines and so that they also do not have to worry about getting uh, farm fish or fish caught from quote-unquote poorly regulated international waters. Being farm to table also means that you have to have an open, honest, and solid relationship with your farmer, your fisher, or rancher in order to succeed, which makes it easier to source your products and enables a give and take situation for all parties involved. Meaning you scratch your back, you scratch their back, they'll be more than likely ready to scratch yours. Even if it means actually helping you to discover or connect with a new resource or vendor. And what I mean by that is, say you're looking for a particular mushroom for a certain dish that you're trying to create. Although your farmer might not have produced that mushroom, they may be able to connect you with another farmer who does have that resource. Opening a whole nother door and or a whole nother window for you to be able to even barter or trade or even purchase from the new vendor or new farmer themselves. So what does being a farm-to-table chef mean? It pretty much means that your environment and agriculture around you dictates your menu. It also means that your menu itself will be very seasonal. Your menu will depend also on what your farmer rancher or fisher can supply 
Farm to table means you have less time to spare because you also have to source the food, prep the food, and cook the food from its rawest state or most rawest form. Not to mention you have to factor in your menu as a whole when it's time to create. The contents of the menu and the issue of how far in advance you even have time to create the set, that same said menu. So all of these things are a factor to be considered or if you consider yourself to be a farm to table chef. Now, also farm to table means that cost is certainly a, a factor. It's more expensive because you have to supply your own restaurant or supply your restaurant, I'm sorry, with quality ingredients rather than ordering from distributors. So that means your supply in and of itself normally is going to be more scarce. And what I mean by scarce is that when you purchase directly from your actual resource, whether it be the fisher or the farmer or even the rancher, they can only supply you what it is they have available. Versus if you go through a distributor, you can tell them what your demand is or you tell them what your order is and then they can fulfill that order based off of um, the product being either mass produced or even sourced by multiple, uh, I guess, ranchers, like farms or ranchers or fishers or whatever the case may be. So, and then you actually can purchase it in bulk sometimes by item or whatever the case may be but then store it properly also another contributing factor to cost being I guess an issue or something to actually think about or a deciding factor in making the transition of farm to table is time time is definitely an issue or I guess a contributing factor because of the fact that you have to have de- dedicate a lot of time to it whether it be just researching the actual um, farmers or resources that you're going to be using to actually going down and making those relationships and uh, cultivating um, bonds with those actual resources so that way again the lines of communication are open so that you know what's in season and out of season so that you know, hey, even again, like I said, they, you scratch their back, they'll scratch yours. If you know, let them know in advance, hey, I have so-and-so coming up. I need this ingredient. You carry it. You're usually who I go to. I might need a little bit more or I might need even two times more. Again, if they can't offer that to you, they might be able to give you another resource, resource where as though you can get it. That all takes time time to actually create the menu that kind of factors into labor so not only is time an issue labor is an issue from the time it takes to actually go again to their actual resources to actually creating your menu to actually prepping the food cooking the food all of that is labor so time and labor is going to equal money which is ultimately going to be reflected in the pricing of the actual food itself. So, you know, eventually, just like, or essentially, I should say, just like anything else in life, you get what you pay for. So if you're paying for someone's time, you're paying for their labor, whatever the case may be, and then not only that, you're actually paying for the food, all that's going to be reflected in the pricing. 
So now you want to see what all the fuss is about. Now that you actually know what the term farm to table encompasses. Well, do your research. You know, ask around, even Google, search the internet, whatever the case may be, to find out some of your local farm to table restaurants. There, like I said, because it is a trend now, even in my state of Maryland or even in the city of Baltimore, you can Google or search on the web and say Baltimore farm to table restaurants and the name of the actual restaurants will pop up. Do your research. Go to the restaurant, enjoy the food, and then decide if it's something you think it's actually worth the time or the money investing in. And then you'll actually play a part and be a deciding or play into the deciding factor of whether farm to table will actually be here to stay or if it's just another fad like critic like most critics seem to think. Just like any other restaurant out there, that may specialize in a certain type of cuisine or a certain type of, I guess, time of, or have certain hours, or I guess what I'm trying to say is be more specific than menu may cater to breakfast or lunch or brunch or dinner. You can find the same with farm to table. There are definitely farm to table restaurants that do everything from seafood to Indian cuisine to, uh, Literally, like I know, um, one that's very famous or um, critically acclaimed in the Maryland or more specifically Baltimore area is Woodbury Kitchen. And I know their menu is pretty extensive. They do um, brunches as well as lunches and dinner. So there's something for everyone. Just kind of test the waters, see if it's even become part of the movement. If it seems like it's a good fit for you. And then, like I said, you can kind of be one of those deciding factors as to whether it's here to stay or not. But I just want to let you all know, I know it was a brief podcast this week, but I want to say thank you all for tuning in. As always, I appreciate it. You all feel free to listen on any of your podcast platforms and just search the name Daily Delights Podcast. Or um, you can listen on the web and that is at anchor.fm chef I'm sorry anchor.fm slash chef hyphen Kristen that is a-n-c-h-o-r dot f-m slash c-h-e-f hyphen k-h-r-y-s-t-y-n if you like what you hear and you would like to tune in every uh, Tuesday then feel free to subscribe on whatever it is podcast platform that you listen to again that is all you have to do is search the name daily daily delights podcast uh the icon is actually hashtag daily delights hashtag chef Kristen. also feel free to share with your friends your family members any other foodies anyone that um is interested in the culinary arts industry um anyone who travels just share feel free to share this podcast with anyone um also all you all tune in every tuesday at 5 30 p.m eastern standard time there's a new episode that comes out every tuesday and again that is at 5 30 p.m eastern standard time thank you all so much for tuning in uh if you are listening on the web feel free to 
go ahead and leave a comment. There's a comment section on the website. Um, when you listen to the podcast, if you have any feedback or if you have any subject matter that you would like covered. Also, um, if you follow us on Instagram, that is, um, the name is under at our daily delights. That is at O U R D A I L Y D E L I G H T S. Um, you can feel free to DM us or leave a comment under one of our photos, um, And just go ahead and let us know what it is you think of the podcast. Again, if there are any improvements that we can make or if you have any subject matter that you would like covered. If you would like something explained to you more in depth, whatever the case may be, just feel free to communicate. If you even want to just kind of network or just give a shout out, whatever the case may be, we are always open to any type of dialogue with our listeners. Thank you all so much. You all have a great week and we'll speak on the next subject next Tuesday, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Again, this is Chef Kristen, your host, and thank you so much.